you think you know what we're going to talk about. But unfortunately, I fell down a damn rabbit hole and I've not gotten out yet. <laughs> Knife bros. I literally googled Sebastian Stan hands. But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could find a good picture of just his hands. It's probably because of like, you know, his hands are like very clearly masculine. At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. Well, we should make it a topic. Well, yeah, because like, usually in astrology, they would partner up air signs with fire signs. Three Fates Decide podcast. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, welcome to Three Fates Decide podcast. My name's Mary, and these are my two uh, co-stars. I'm Sam. I'm Liz. And today we're going to be talking, um, kind of talking about who we are, why we decided to do this podcast, and um, talking a little bit about what we do in real life as well. Um, who wants to start? I'll, I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> I'll, I'll bite the bullet. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I'm obviously, like I said, I'm Sam. Um, about me, I live in... Uh, the New York metro area, uh, but not in New York uh, itself. So, haha, you can guess where I am. Uh, I work in the medical field by day and by night. I am a social media stalker, uh, <laughs> uh, a writer, and a now podcast co-host. Yeah, podcast. Yeah. I am a podcast co-host. Okay, my name's Mary, as you know. Um, I'm a mom to a little girl. Um, I live in Ohio. Not going to say where, just the state of Ohio. Um, country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> country. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just graduated from nursing school. I'm trying to get my first nursing job. Just passed my test. My NCLEX. So yay, woohoo. Big party there. I, that's what I'm going to be doing during the day at night. I like, I'm also a social media stalker of things and people. Shouldn't stop, really say stalker, but close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we'll also learn. enjoy we'll writing. <laughs> yeah, I also enjoy writing, um, reading others, write, other people's writing, especially Sam's. Love her stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm a podcast co-host now. Yay! <laughs> okay, so um, I guess my turn. Um, hi, I'm Liz. I live in New York City, which I am okay with admitting because there are over 8 million of us, so haha. I am hiding in plain sight. So, um, my day job is officially a data analyst, but I sometimes like to call it glorified data entry. Um, and I will say that I work in the banking slash financial industry. So my pay is pretty decent and keeps me covered. Um, at night, I spend way too much time on Tumblr and on Discord lately. And I do read I try to write, but that doesn't always work out. 
And I sometimes spend way too much time watching stuff on YouTube. A little too much. (laughs) And then, yeah, that kind of sums it up. You know, Liz, as you were explaining your job, all I kept thinking is like, you're like Chandler Bing in Friends. Yes. (laughs) He's a trans monster. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, when I... when I actually try to explain to people at times like what my my job actually is, you know, it, it it can be a little bit like that because it's even I had no idea that my job existed until I went to the job interview and they started explaining in more detail what exactly my job it is not is. And I'm like, okay. And then I still had to learn everything on the job anyway so Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i am chandler apparently (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that's like what what kind of popped into uh into my head as you were explaining i was like i just feel like it's chandler bing from friends (laughs) which is perfectly fine he did very well (laughs) but it's funny though how like you know you 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 know, either go to college or or you have this plan as to what you're, you know, you want your job to be and how it doesn't always work out that, that way. Uh, at least I know for me, it didn't, <laughs> I'm sure Liz, you weren't imagining this was your dream job. Uh, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and Mary, I mean, like I said, <laughs> right. Cause like I said, like, I literally had no idea that my job, like what I do was even a thing until I went to the job interviews. So, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I went to yeah. uh, I went to college originally for film production. I now run a medical practice. So, aha! And in between, I worked in marketing. So, I have a plethora of knowledge on random <laughs> subjects. <laughs> I mean, I can sell you anything you want because I have done retail too many times to comfortably admit. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Retail is the backbone of the U.S., so. It is. It is. And I'm telling you, those people that st- that work retail, mm-hmm. I have the utmost respect for them, especially the ones that can do it without getting an attitude about it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not me. <laughs> well, and I feel bad when they get like attacked. Oh, for yes. no reason. Like it just it annoys me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that's who we are. That's, yes. What we do. So next question: right. Why did three women who have never met, by the way, they've never physically met each other? No, we we met each other through Tumblr, actually. Yes. Good old Tumblr, Tumblr yeah. and then Discord, and then Discord. Yep. Yeah. Untimed. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and we've only actually start. We only really started talking. What in January? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been talking to Sam for a while, but right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the You're three of us together one. have only started really started talking since like January. And then all of a sudden decide, hey, why not? Let's just, let's start a podcast. Um, I guess for me, the reason I wanted to do it is, one, it sounded like fun. And two, I like to talk. And three, 
I need to vent somewhere. And damn it, a podcast sounded like a great idea to do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I 100% agree. I mean, I've been wanting to do a podcast for ever. I mean, you, you ask my friends and like all I ever do is like, let's let's do a podcast. And it's always like, well, what's it going to be about? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to do a podcast. And, you know, thankfully, I <laughs> found you guys and we all kind of came up with the the same thing. Like, well, we can kind of make it about anything. And, uh, you know, thus the three fates decide the best part about this. This whole podcast is each episode is going to be something different and we get to decide what we want to talk about. And there it is, you know, so it's I, I'm really excited uh, to to do this with you guys. Aww. Same, same here. Yeah. I and mean, especially talking dirt about people, but no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean with the your yeah. opening is all about uh, Sebastian's hands at this point. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> Don't start. It's going to take the whole hour. No, we're not going to talk about it tonight. No. But I'm just saying that's, I mean, yeah. So obviously we can talk about any stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I guess when it comes to podcasting, I did experiment like a few years ago with um, back in like the earlier, not quite the early days, but when it was like relatively a small field. Mm -hmm. um, I had been exploring with uh, podcasting a little bit with like the audio diary type of podcasts because i had listened to one before that i thought was really good and at the time i was really heavily into blogging as in like you know the traditional blogging which is like your own online diary that you mm -hmm. are comfortable with sharing with people so i kind of experimented that a little bit but eventually real life kind of took over so i had less time to do it so i kind of stopped but this was like more than 10 years ago. So yeah, this is my first foray back into it. This is my first foray into podcasting period. <laughs> yep. Like I said, always I've wanted thought about to. It before. I mean, yeah, I'm like you Sam. I've, I've thought about it. I've wanted to do it, but I've just never really, it's like, I didn't want to do it by myself mm -hmm. and never really had the time or the people to do it with and then met you two and kind of it all kind of clicked and we have to thank our one friend on another discord channel that we're in that really pushed us to do it yeah yeah you guys came in you were like uh so a podcast i'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> awesome yay no yeah. what i love about podcasts though is really like you know how much they've developed obviously over the last couple of years um and you really could have a podcast about anything i mean there's podcasts that just tell like you know uh, mysteries or stories or whatever you have you know your gossips you have uh there there's and i only know this because i just watched the britney, britney spears documentary but uh, these two girls had a podcast that literally took Britney Spears social media posts and just dissected them, you know, completely. And they actually are the ones that started the free Britney movement. 
which is like crazy. But so it's like, you know, podcasts have become huge and, you know, it's really a great way to kind of get your voice heard out in the world about, you know, anything and, you know, you can have fun with it at the same time. And so that, that's really why I wanted to, to do it. You know, I've, I just, I don't know, want to contribute to society one way or another, whether it's about, you know, bullshit or (laughs) real important things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think our, I think our podcast will eventually become just kind of like a mixture of both. Right. To be honest. I mean, there's going to be a lot of fluff stuff in this, in our podcast where we're just talking about the most random thing that comes into our heads at the time. Yeah. But yet at the same time, we may have those days where something comes up that we're like, Hey, this is something we should really maybe talk about, you yeah. know, help. Cause I kind of want to be able to help other people go mm-hmm. through things that, that we may be, that may, we may be going through as three old, I'm not saying that we're old adults, but we're older adults, you know, whereas, whereas instead of being the, like our young twenties and like teen people, yeah. you know, We've all gone through college. We've all graduated college or something of the sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. No, I'm I'm 100% with you. You know, uh, again, like yeah. contributing to society, whether it's via entertainment or, you know, mm-hmm. talking about something that either one of us has gone through and maybe someone else is going through it right now. And, you know, they listen right. to it and, and it helps them, you know, kind of through that and uh mm-hmm. you know that that's definitely you know something that i would love to hear about you know down the line like oh i listened to your podcast and when you guys talked about this like it really helped me get through you know this that i was going through like i i think i would just feel so so happy <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i think we all would <laughs> we always yeah yeah you hear celebrities talk I mean, about that all the time yeah. I mean, you know, given like how we're still experiencing a global pandemic and so many mm-hmm. of us are at home right now, um, I would like to think that even as, even if it's not just our show, but like any other podcast, if it if it somehow makes you feel connected to other people simply for the fact that whatever the subject matter is, you know, for the podcast is you know makes you feel like i'm not alone because somebody else is interested in the same thing then that's what matters right so it right it, yeah definitely definitely i think i think especially especially now in this in the times that we are living because we've had a lot of upheaval in the united states with not only with the the pandemic but the elections, which we're really not going to get into, or I don't really want to get into, no matter what you feel about it, one way or the other, it is what it is. And it's hopefully, and we all have to make the best of it. And hopefully things will turn out well. And, but things like that is like, other people are probably going, are probably thinking, I feel so alone in all this. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can, we can reach out and touch somebody and be like, man, okay, these girls are a little nuts. They're a little crazy, but they make me feel like I'm not alone in the world because you're not alone. 
Nope. No, you're, you're always somebody there to talk to or listen to or something. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, with the pandemic, um, you know, you, you see, and you know, on Tumblr, you, you see it all the time, people saying how, and just myself, like how difficult times were and, you know, mental health had, had, has really become a subject. You know, a lot of people have had a lot of depression or anxiety or, you know, whatever from having to stay home and not being able to see family or, or friends or, you know, do anything and just feeling very stuck. And, you know, if you are already suffering with mental health, it's taking like a huge thing, uh, which is actually why I started writing on Tumblr was my anxiety just kind of got out of control and I needed something to just let it out. And, uh, you know, through that, I mean, look at what's happened, you know, in, in the last several months, I've now m met people online through Tumblr um, and now our friends and now we're, you know, doing this podcast where we get to talk to each other and, you know, about yeah. this, that or the other thing. So, you know, and obviously that's just me, but it just kind of shows like, you know, even in the worst of times, you can always find a light somewhere you know you're never going to be alone in the dark like you can always you know it may not seem like it at the time but if you just yeah. keep keep plugging on you'll you'll find it you'll definitely find okay. it so, yeah it's because yeah. <clears throat> I mean over the years I've uh, suffered with social anxiety um it doesn't seem like it, but in, in social situations when I'm, especially in public, I'm not the most comfortable. I, especially if it's people I don't know, I'm like, yeah, I, I get very introverted into myself and I don't like to, I don't like to talk or do anything like that. But once you get to, once I get to know you, then, then I never shut up usually. <laughs> and you poor ladies have to, I've found that out. <laughs> Mary, you, you and I are like the same person, so it's okay. <laughs> See, this is how we get along so well. And then we have Liz over here, who is the more dignified, refined one of us all. Oh, God. And she keeps us, <laughs> and she's the one that keeps us from going too crazy. Uh, I suppose somebody has to do it. Or she just laughs at us, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess in any kind of group, there has to be someone who is relatively more serious. I was going to say sane, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, sane. Well, I, I was really going to say that. serious because I don't really see you as, as being that serious. You're just the more sane of the three of us. That's all. I don't know. <laughs> I, I sometimes think I'm a little too serious, but anyway. Not after you hang out with me and Sam, you're not. And you come up with some great ideas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I like that. I fear, oh, no. I fear, I always fear that I'm going to turn into a bad idea bear. <laughs> I mean, ever since I saw Avenue Q and I found out what a, what a bad idea bear, I was like, oh, my God. Don't tell me I'm going to turn into one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we love you anyway. And we yeah. love your bad ideas, which are never bad ideas. They're always good ideas. True. I don't know. I can't help it. I just refer to them as being bad, 
I, I keep referring to myself as like a bad idea bear because I end up saying something that like it sparked I wasn't someone. necessarily serious about being serious uh -huh. about and then suddenly it turned out it was actually a good idea to somebody else and I'm like what did I just say? <laughs> you start the spark and then someone else takes the flame and you just sit there and go damn it I didn't mean <laughs> well, to start that fire. <laughs> yeah that's kind of what happened with this podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, Liz and I, when we started talking, I'm going to guess it was, what, November, Liz? Maybe even before that? Yeah, yeah, I kind of remember it was like around, yeah, it was, it was in November. It was like around, yeah, yeah um, before before Thanksgiving when some, some crap went down that we'll talk about on a later episode. But, uh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. but... Um, you know, we had started talking about doing like a podcast or whatever, and then we just couldn't think of what to talk about. And then, you know, it kind of fell, you know, we, we, we were both just really busy with other things and, um, right. and stuff like that. And then when you guys came back to me and was like, Hey, podcast. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. And, yeah. Cause, uh, Liz had mentioned it in their other discord. And then uh, the other friend that we had, she's like, man, you guys really should do that. I would listen to you guys talk. And then I'm like, well, then let's do it. So basically, it's like Liz had the idea. Someone kind of fanned the flames. And then I just took it and ran with it. There you go. Fan that flame. And yeah. then me and Sam have just basically said, we're doing this. And Liz has to come along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Well... To be fair, I was kind of inclined toward it, toward it, you know, from a while back. But it's like actually executing it was like, uh, how, how, how? And we we're well, figuring it out now. So here we go. We are. Yep. Here we go. I mean, I mean, this one's gonna probably be a little bit rough, but we got this. Like I said, first one, first episodes are always, you know. Because you want to do that introductory thing and, you know, but obviously we want to catch uh, attention, but at the same time, not go into a million different conversations. Topics. Yeah, because we want to make sure we have topics to talk about later on <laughs> in other yeah, episodes. We talk about everything tonight. There was like, there's nothing else to talk about. Well, <laughs> and we're and we're done. Thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, it was all of one episode. <laughs> <laughs> but i think between the three of us we will have plenty to talk about oh absolutely and with the way things are going uh in the world we'll always mm -hmm. have something yes. something to talk about now and as mary kind of mentioned uh you know all three of us live in the u.s obviously the u.s has been dealing with a lot of shit <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, politically and we are going to definitely steer away from the political yeah. crap uh yeah i, I think I mean, that's just safety uh, yeah unless something crazy happens then obviously we'll talk about it but i think it's right. just it's just safer to to stay away from religion mm -hmm. and politics <laughs> definitely like a lot of the controversial topics that can start fights we don't really want to get into I mean, not that they're not important topics to talk about. They are. But that's not necessarily what the whole 
podcast is about. Of our broadcast or, yeah, of our podcast is about. Oh yeah. It we kind of want to keep it more we want to keep it more on the lighter side of serious. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So Oh yeah. And we got we I mean the things that we just talk about on a daily basis are going to floor people between obviously celebrity gossip to uh uh astrology astrology <laughs> books oh, yeah. movies i mean you name it we've we, we've probably talked about it or we will talk about it like i said i'll probably be bitching about my kid a lot mm-hmm. i mean love her to death but good lord <laughs> don't have kids folks that's all i gotta say is don't have kids <laughs> no i'm just I'm, I'm joking on that one too if you want kids have them if you don't then don't you do you boo there you go Mm -hmm. wise words no i mean you know again we're going to talk about that kind of stuff i mean i I could see honestly the sky's the limit with the topics that we could talk about except for the controversial obviously and i you know down the line and once we we know uh you know get everything all set up for everyone we're gonna allow our listeners to Throw in some suggestions on what you wish for us to talk about. Yes. I'm excited about that. I am too, because that'll be that'll be fun to see what our listeners come up with and be like, hey, I'd love for you guys to talk about this topic or mm-hmm. this topic or this or that. So yeah. It's just gonna be fun. Yeah. I just oh, yeah. I just like that we're not gonna be stuck on like one thing. Right. The entire time. I think. Yeah, I think being that we can be, we're going to be more flexible, we'll be able to, I think we'll be able to draw in a larger crowd because, I mean, maybe somebody doesn't like the topic we're talking about this week, but they might like the topic we're talking about next week. You know? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I mean, you don't have to listen to us every single week if you don't want to. I mean, we would love for you to, though. (laughs) We're really nice people. Yeah, we really want you to listen to us like every week. But hey, can't force it. Nope. I do have like kind of a general question that would be kind of fun to talk about. Um, okay. What? Okay. So we've been dealing with this pandemic and we haven't been able to do stuff that we would normally love to do, like, you know, outdoorsy stuff. So mm-hmm. what do you miss the most? that you haven't done in like the last year mm. oh i mean i guess it, it it's more of just not the the freedom of being able to do what i want you know like going out to a bar and you know drinking with a bunch of people and not having to worry that you know i have to be out by 10 o'clock or you know that there's too many people in the bar or, you know, like I miss the not being nervous, <laughs> you know, and just being free. I would I would say probably sitting down to a restaurant, sitting down in a restaurant and actually having a meal and not having to get carry out. Mm. Yeah, I, I miss that too. Probably the, the thing I missed the most and being able to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I haven't seen my friends in over in almost a year now it's crazy it's been almost a year since everything shut down the world shut down 
basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I pretty much agree with what you guys were saying. Like I miss being able to go out, like hypothetically speaking, go out wherever I want, whenever I want and not, not having to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. For Although sure. Funny, well, well, you know, here's the funny thing though. Um, well, not haha funny, but it's more like one of those like, oh, this is a funny coincidence kind of funny, but I've actually been to Asia, you know, a few times and even 10 years ago, which was when like was the first time I'd been to Asia in a very, very long time. I would notice that the mask wearing thing was very common. Like I went to Hong Kong and when I would step into any of the subway stations, like I would see like at least a quarter of the people, maybe a third of the people in the stations wearing the surgical masks. And they even have a separate garbage can that's labeled that's labeled like biohazard, like you know, the way you would see in the hospital, like a special mm -hmm. trash can. Yeah. Or you know, like gloves and masks and things like that, because they are technically biohazard garbage, right? So it I thought depends on what's on them. Hmm? So it depends on what's on them. Right. But you know, in theory, that's kind of like right. what what it's for. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was really fascinating that it was a very common thing over there. And in the back of my mind, I always thought, huh, this would actually be handy to do in flu season when I'm taking the subway to work and I'm going to be sharing the train with like thousands of other people and I have no idea who has the flu germ. So I was always thinking in the back of my mind, like maybe during my commute, I could wear a mask and try to avoid catching the flu. But the problem was, was that I couldn't figure out where to buy masks because those were not a common thing over here. Mm -hmm. right. So, but well, that, that's not the problem now is it? Yeah. No, now no, you can get it at any now. store. Yeah. <laughs> Your local Basically. grocery store has masks. The only thing you can't get in a grocery in a store now are gloves. Yeah. Yeah. So they said yeah. the gloves don't do much anyway, apparently. Just wash no, your but hands. when I dye my hair, it's nice to have a pair of gloves yes. that actually fit my hands instead of those crappy ones that come with the hair dye. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I, I remember Liz, like, you know, always seeing, you know, obviously I've never been to Asia or anything like that, but I always knew that they were very big into uh, the masks, especially, you know. Uh, crowded areas or airplanes or you know mm -hmm. things like that and in my head like you know unfortunately people make fun of it you know even like you know when I go into New York even before the pandemic a lot of Asian people would wear masks because it's very overcrowded obviously in New York City and mm -hmm. you know whatever but at the end of like when you think about it it's it was smart this is why like you know there there wasn't as high of a you know illness i guess over there so you know really asia kind of had it had it uh had it right you know obviously right. and then now with the pandemic it just now everyone's doing it but i i, I really just want to know like will we ever get to a point that we don't wear masks anymore you know, here's the, right 
Well, you know, here's the funny thing. So, you know, one of my weird, one of the weird habits I kind of picked up during the pandemic pandemic was, um, like I was saying earlier, like I, I spend too much time watching YouTube videos. And one of the videos I remembered watching was actually discussing about um, the 1918, you know, flu pandemic. And one of the interesting side notes that they mentioned was that um, the mask wearing thing in Asia part, now this is not the only reason because like there is actually um, some air pollution, which is another reason why you would wear the mask. Um, because like if you happen to live in a city or a part of the of your country where you are experiencing a lot of air pollution, you would wear the mask anyway. But from what I understand in some parts of Asia, especially in Japan, a big reason why they wear masks is because it's a habit that the society developed because of the flu pandemic when, you know, millions of people were getting infected and people were dying left and right. And one of the few reasonably reliable tools that people had access to to deprive to try to prevent catching it was to wear a mask and try to not be too close to other people you don't know so that's where some of that came from actually so 100 years later <laughs> it turns out that habit wor worked out pretty well so yeah yeah I mean, listen, I, I don't have a problem wearing masks. Um, I mean, it, it's, you know, would be nice to not have to. Obviously, it's easier to breathe fresh air without it. But I mean, it's not, uh, you know, it's not a total inconvenience. Um, it's not a detriment to your health. Right. Like some people want to claim that it is, but <laughs> really not. You know, yeah, I mean, every time I hear people say that, like, oh, I can't breathe wearing this thing. Well, yeah, why don't you tell all the doctors? Right, and the surgeons nurses. who do, like, 14-hour surgeries and wear a yeah, mask with no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tell, yeah, yeah, you tell them that you have a problem breathing with a mask on. Well, and the funny thing is, that. is that, like, if you have tuberculosis, which is a breathing disease, mm -hmm. you wear a mask. Yeah. They have tuberculosis yeah. patients wear masks because it's so contagious mm -hmm. and if they can do it you can you can do it yeah sorry and <laughs> when we go trouble. into yeah and when we go into patients rooms we that have like a um airborne droplet precaution mm -hmm. you're wearing a certain you're wearing a special mask called an n95 mm -hmm. respirator and I mean that sucker is airtight. I mean they they it's fitted to your face to make sure you cannot breathe anything in that air that will get into your that will get into your your uh, respiratory tract. Yep. Yeah, it's and those things are tight and they're uncomfortable because I've had to wear it and. These poor people that are, because that's what that's what that's what doctors and nurses, nurses especially, are wearing in hospitals now with this pandemic. They're wearing an N95 for for twelve hours or more. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm glad though, Mary, that you are basically straight out saying that look, this is what medical people have to deal with. This is what is, mm-hmm. as far as we know, factually, what we should be doing and how things should be done. I mean, that you know, why, yeah. why is, why are people making such a big deal out of this? I mean, right. Nobody likes the inconvenience because it is admittedly inconvenient, but you know. The alternative that's way more inconvenient is that you get extremely sick. And, and you're on a ventilator. And you are on a ventilator. Then you really and can't breathe. breathe. And, yeah. Oh. And, yeah. So yeah. there are things that are way more inconvenient than wearing yeah. a stupid mask. So Right. And I'll, put it to you th- and I'll put it to you this way. I have asthma. I've had asthma for years. And you're right. Wearing a mask is not the, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It. I admit that sometimes I do find it a little harder to catch my breath, but you know what? Every time I leave my house and I go somewhere other than my car, I have a mask on. Doesn't mean I like it, right? but I wear that mask because I'm protecting three people in my home. I'm protecting myself and I'm protecting everybody around me because they don't know that maybe I have COVID and Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've got it. Reach, you know yeah no so you're right it sucks i hate having to wear a mask but guess what i do it yeah well right exactly <laughs> and i think there's like a misconception that like people who are anti-mask feel that people who are pro-mask you know like wearing them i hate having to wear a mask but like yeah. like you mary like i have people in my home that I need to take care of and make sure that they don't get, especially working in the health field and, and, you know, being with people all day, every day, you know, I need to make sure that I'm not bringing things home. I'm making sure that I'm not spreading anything to other people who I, you know, can spread it to someone else or just get sick themselves. And, you know, I'm protecting myself at the same time. So, you know, it's just, Common courtesy, as I said, there you know you have stores that say no shoes, no shirt, no service. We'll just add a mask onto that. So if you are going to give a, a store a hard time about wearing a mask, consider it part of clothing. You know they say no mask, yeah. you can't enter. Don't cause an uproar saying your rights are being, but you're putting your rights again above everyone else's who wants to not get sick or get people in their homes sick. I mean, I can only say like, I lost two people to this pandemic and you know, the only thing I I wish for is for it to just be done and for people to just do what they need to do and let's get it over with because there's countries in this world who did what they had to do and now they're living life again and we're not. And I mean, I'm not saying that, people shouldn't be upset over having to wear a mask because hell most people are upset about wearing a mask. Oh absolutely. Nobody wants to wear the mask. I mean really nobody wants to wear the mask. But the majority of people in this country we we love our freedoms, but at the same time, this we understand why this freedom was this quote unquote freedom was taken away from us because we're idiots. (laughs) But I am proud, I swear. I swear I'm proud. Yeah. Same, same. <laughs> I'm I'm proud to, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Well for the most part. Tropical Island might not part. be bad. Tropical Island not within the hurricane zone would be lovely. I know. 
Curacao, uh, uh, Bonaire, great places to go. Just saying. I mean, I, I, I might consider Australia Mm -hmm. if everything there wasn't giant and wanted to kill me. (laughs) Oh yeah. The bugs and the forest fires. Mm. Yeah. But Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Hemsworth brothers. (laughs) True. Because there is three of them. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that that's the reason why Hugh Jackman, <laughs> though he's living in New oh. York right now. <laughs> I follow him on uh, on Instagram, and you know during like the snow or whatever, he's outside like happy as anything. He's like, oh, guy from Australia, this is this is heaven. Meanwhile, I'm like, shut <laughs> up, Hugh. This is terrible. <laughs> we right? don't want like, snow. <laughs> no, we want snow to go away. Snow can go away now. Yes, yes, I'm over it. It's done. I can't anymore. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're supposed to be getting, like, another one to three inches t- tomorrow. Mm. Or, no, tonight. And then, like, another three to five inches tomorrow. Ooh. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Mother Nature, oh. I understand that you are PMSing. Doesn't that mean it's heading our way next? They're saying we might Probably. get a little bit more on Monday. But then next week, we're supposed to get into, like, close to the 50s. Yeah. So I'm excited. Melt this white stuff this crap yeah i would i mean i kind of want to get rid of the ice that's outside right now yeah that's the worst part i don't mind the fluffy snow i can live with this i can live with the with the white crap it's the ice on top of the white crap (laughs) that i don't like oh my god when i went to do the grocery shopping earlier today there are people on the block that are I don't know if they were just lazy or what the deal was, but at least a couple of the houses, like their part of the sidewalk was pretty icy. So I had to walk in the street when I was like near their houses and then walk back on the sidewalk to avoid the ice. So that way I don't like slip and fall on my butt. Mm -hmm. So it's very frustrating every year. There's always that one or two houses that do that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I remember when I lived in an apartment complex and like my biggest pet peeve is when you would shovel out your car and make sure your parking spot was all nice and clean and I would leave and go to work and then I would come back and someone else, the car that was next to me is now on my spot and their spot is all iced up and, you know, they never shoveled out. They just backed out. Uh I'm like, you know what? You lazy, selfish. I curse a lot, so I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be somewhat PG. <laughs> but I guarantee you this we're we're eventually just gonna let the F bomb fly. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. So if you're if you're under 18, sorry. Oh, you probably curse just as much as we do. Who who are we kidding? Kids kids don't care. Yeah. I was gonna say if you're under 16, maybe you shouldn't listen to our podcast, but at the same time, we can't really stop you. <laughs> yes. We just so put a disclaimer. Like a 16, <laughs> disclaimer is it? This is a, a TV uh, sixteen podcast, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yes, for- right, we got to go up above what the uh, what the new Marvel TV show is going to be, which is a TV fourteen at this point rating. Yeah. Well, at first, didn't they rate it like TV R or whatever? Yeah, but now it's like TV 14, I think, was the final rating for it. Mm. 
but that that's a whole other podcast. Oh my yes, god, you know that's, that's going to be basically episode. like for for like six episodes is going to be nothing but us dissecting <laughs> each episode. Yes. Well, yeah, and I mean, honestly, even like our it. next episode, we can we can dissect uh, Wandavision because that's coming to toward its end. Two more episodes. So. Oh, I know. Oh man, there's so many. Fa- there's like so. There have been there have been fan theories for months, and some of them are actually coming to fruition. Yes. Did you watch the uh, yesterday's episode? Yeah. Because, like, can I just tell you when you were typing all that stuff uh, on our other Discord about like what people are saying? And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> she's like literally typing yeah. everything that's like happening right now. <laughs> Well, because the thing was, like, ever since they started releasing, you know, bits and pieces of, like, who is in the show and, like, who some of the characters are, there were already Mm -hmm. people speculating because it's, it's pretty much understood that most of the Marvel properties, especially the stuff related to the movies are adaptations of some sort um uh from the comics so it's kind of a matter mm-hmm. of which storyline do people think is going to be the one they're using mm-hmm. especially in relation to which particular storylines or particular comic book runs are like the most famous ones related to certain characters so I think that's why a lot of the fan theories for WandaVision was related to um spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um were related to the House of M and um I think of I think it's called Avengers Disassembled and the stuff with like Mephisto and Agatha Harkness yeah. and all that stuff. That, so I was right. literally reading all these fan theories for months where, like, people were making pretty good cases as to what they think was going to happen. And yeah. so far, some of them are happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know um, Elizabeth Olsen even said, like, six or seven years ago now, she's like, she would love to have seen, this was even way before WandaVision was even a thing, that she would love to see them do the House of M storyline and give uh, Wanda fake children and by god six freaking years later here here it is it's like right, she it, even yeah. called it she's like they would never do this but that's exactly what they've done right I mean, and yeah i mean it um i think what really made the theorizers really excited was when they announced um more info on the doctor strange movie like just the fact that they said that some of these Marvel shows, especially WandaVision and I think the Loki series, are going to be, mm-hmm. I guess, lead-in slash tie-ins to Doctor Strange. And then the fact that the Doctor Strange movie is supposed to be called, you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of the Madness. Yes. Yeah, it just made, it just started really convincing a lot of people that this is probably what they're doing which is the whole, you know, Mephisto thing 
Right. And then maybe they'll have Wanda like go crazy by the end of it. And that's going to end up triggering more craziness in the magical aspects of Marvel. Which, to be fair, is something that has right. never really been explored much until now. Other than, you know, yeah. a strange movie. Um, right. And I think part, I think another tie-in that they're going to figure out is um, with uh, Evan Peters' character, Quicksilver. Uh, his version of Pietro. Right. Um, I, since they've discovered, since we've discovered Agatha is the one that's pulling all the strings and she's the one that brought him here is there. I think they're going to try to tie it back to, she pulled him from a, from a different universe, a, an alternate reality. Then, right. um, you know, and that's how they're going to tie in kind of tie in like the mutant thing, maybe. Because Wanda's like, that's not your brother. That's not your uncle. That's not my brother. Right. Because, okay, now I you had know, to like. That, that was one of the, that was one of the things I, I, I saw and I read this today, actually, I think. Right. I had to look this up just to verify, like, some earlier research I did looking into this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But a big thing that came up multiple times in the show was references to the Nexus. And the Nexus is a thing in the comics, which is um, the Nexus is a cross-dimensional gateway, which provides a pathway to any and all possible realities. This includes realities mm -hmm. between realities. And they had, so, the, they had the Nexus on this last episode of WandaVision, the pill. Right. And I was like, I knew the Nexus had something to do with it. I just couldn't remember where it was from. Right. Well, you know, I just brought that up because just in case yes. any listeners are not super familiar with the comics. Now, I admittedly do not read the comics. I had to like look this up online, but you know, because of this research, I am somewhat familiar with the comics. So for anybody listening to this, this is just like kind of a rough explanation of what it is. But yes, it is called the official name is the Nexus of All Realities. So that's why it it's starting to make sense why they wanted to use this as the storyline for WandaVision. Because if this is meant to be a tie-in to Doctor Strange, then it could be that they're going to do their adaptation of the Mephisto storyline and maybe either Agatha or maybe Wanda potentially going crazy mm -hmm. is going to cause a bigger rip. and into the nexus or whatever and cause all sorts of craziness to happen, which leads up to Dr. Strange. That's a possibility. Yeah. And that's a, it's a very good possibility. Um, I do think that between WandaVision and this last couple episodes, I still think we're, I still say the whole Mephisto storyline and we're going to meet Mephisto before the end of this within the next two episodes we have you know because what happened to the twins where are the twins that's what i want to know right because just the concept of wanda and vision having kids just logically just does not make any sense i mean he's a robot 
How is mm-hmm. that even possible? Right. Because um, in the comics, Wanda basically uses magic to, to create, get yeah. right, to get pregnant. So there's nothing particularly biological about, about the, it. Yeah, right. and then and then with Agatha saying that she, and I mean, and then Agatha basically erasing the twins from Wanda's memory because she said that because to Agatha she was convinced that they were that each twin held pieces of Mephisto's soul. And she was like, well, we're just basically going to get rid of these kids and bring Mephisto back. Or attempt to. And that made Wanda go nuts. Right, because it turned out that the magical energy Wanda supposedly ended up, I guess, picking up, like metaphorically speaking, she picked up like some kind of ener- magical energy and use that to create the kids. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, this energy turned out to be pieces of like, I think, I forget, was it Mephisto or what? Was it somebody else? But anyway. No, it was part of, um, if I remember reading, because I just read it this morning because I was trying to, you know, do a little bit of research and stuff. Um. I could be wrong on this one. I may have to look it up again. Um, the she, it was leftover magic from. I want to say it was from Agatha, because Agatha had gone. She was Wanda's mentor at one point. Right, I remember I heard about that in the comics. Yeah, in the comics, she was she was Wanda's mentor at one point in the comics. And then something happened. Don't remember what, but something happened. And then she was, I just want to say it was, I'm going to have to look it up again. Cause I don't, I don't want to say it and be wrong. Right. But yeah, so the fact that these kids were in essence, pieces of a super like of a super interdimensional demon mm-hmm. means that the kids never really technically never really existed and they get taken away and you know they're in essence killed right that kind of made want to go off the deep end a bit right and that's then, why i'm looking it up again How right so- and then through a slightly meandering way this mm-hmm. this particular story in the comics is what led up to House of M and then the decimation which due to the way the MCU is structured they can't quite do exactly uh, House of M and decimation I mean if they attempt to do it it would have to be some kind of modified loose adaptation because the whole house of m and decimation storyline is and ta- is primarily about mutants which technically do not exist yet you know in the mcu so mm-hmm. i mean it's 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 part of the reason why uh civil war and the sokovia accords were written the way they were because 
the Sokovia right. Accords were essentially um, the MCU version of I think I think it was called the Enhanced or the Superhuman Registration Act or something like that, where it covered not only the mutants but it also covered any other enhanced people, you know, basically like all the other superheroes that are not mutants. Right. And technically, you know, the villains that are also enhanced in some way are, you know, supposed to be under the law. But again, because they are villains and they are criminals, they don't care. <laughs> right. They're going to do whatever the heck they want because they were doing whatever the heck they want before. So a new law is not going to stop them. So, you know. Okay, here we go. I figured I got I got it now. What happened? Okay. How for the um, Agatha Harkness, how she fits into all this. Um, she had created a, she had created a new Salem in Colorado. She had a, she had a child, Nicholas Scratch. His children were known as the Salem Seven, who took over the new Salem community. Killed, they captured Agatha and killed her. And then another battle between the Salem Seven and Wanda or the Scarlet Witch ensued. And then she captured Wanda, captured the some of the energy of what happened. And that's how she became pregnant with her children. Honestly, like I'm, I'm excited for all. I just think the lineup from Marvel in the new uh, phase. Um, it, I'm just so excited for everything. Like there's, there's just so, like I just think it's going to be so good because, you know, after Endgame, everyone's like, you know, you you can't help but worry what was going to happen, how they were going to go on without, you know, like the the RDJs or Chris or. You know, who knows what's going to happen with Scarlet after the uh, Black, Black Widow, Widow movie. You know, like, is she going to continue cool. as Black Widow, even though her character technically died in Endgame? Or, you know, like, what's going to happen with that? So I think I think with the Black Widow is they're going to pass the mantle on um, to Yelena, Yelena, Yelena or whatever. Yelena, yeah, um, kind, of, kind of like what they're going to do with Hawkeye. Because Hawkeye's getting a it get is getting a TV show as well. Yeah, I'm excited for that one too. I know, and I the one besides uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I cannot wait to start seeing, is I'm most excited for Loki because I love the character. I've loved his character from the beginning, but unfortunately, I don't understand why they didn't continue on with the fact that he has frost giant powers. Yeah. Maybe they'll go into it though I mean, in his series. I hope so because I mean, it's like they mentioned it in the first movie and it was never mentioned again. It was like, the hell? It's like this the dude is basically the rightful king of Jotunheim. You know what? My theory is that it's because of the fact that they have not had consistent uh, director and writing team working on the Thor movies. So that may be why 
there are certain elements of the earlier movies that got dropped. Like exactly like you were saying, how come they didn't have Loki use some of his frost giant powers? You know, now that he realizes he's a frost giant, like why isn't he like exploring any of those powers or using them more? So, okay, back on topic now. So I guess at this point we just have to wait you know, for the next episode, just to see right. what we're actually going to get, because you know they gotta they gotta tie this up somewhat somehow. Yeah, I mean, otherwise it's just going to be like this big cliffhanger, and we're going to be going well, but we're not going to find out what happens until Doctor Strange comes out, and Doctor Strange isn't coming out to what next year. I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Um... I mean, has it even? I don't even think it's started well, filming yet, has it? Actually, it did, but then they oh, had to okay. shut down because of the spike COVID. back in January. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at the wiki page for it. Oh, okay. Um, filming began uh, in November, but was put on hold in January due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Shooting will, oh, this is interesting. Shooting will also occur in New York City, Los Angeles, and Vancouver. Hmm. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they would have to do some filming here in New York because the set there, because, you know, one of the settings is the New York Sanctum. Right. Right. So they would have to film some establishing mm -hmm. scenes here. At some point. And I'm assuming for Vancouver, they may be using, well, the typical reason why anybody shoots anything in Vancouver is because they can use Vancouver as a double for another location altogether. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, for yeah. goodness sakes, they filmed stuff that's set in New York and Vancouver. You know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I mean, they filmed a lot of uh, the the Washington D.C. stuff in Cleveland, Ohio. Right, right. I mean, I would imagine some of the security needed. You know, some of the security clearance you would need to like film certain things in D.C. would be a nightmare to deal with. Well, that and the fact that it's a it's a much more populous area than Cleveland, so. Yeah, Cleveland's sure. more willing to let them shut down uh, parts of the city for them to film. I mean, hell, they shut down three miles of the damn freeway so they could film that the uh, bridge scene, the bridge fight scene in Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. I mean, Cleveland's like, yeah, sure, you can shut down three miles of our freeway. We don't care. <laughs> Like, I really wish I'd known that because I'm like three hours from Cleveland. Well, like, um, what is it? The Dark Knight? They filmed that in Chicago. Yeah, which I, which I mean, I guess, which I thought was a kind of funny that they did that because I know uh, there was that one scene in Dark Knight Rises where they definitely used um, the financial district. Oh, yeah, they were on Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, you rec you can clearly recognize, I mean, I will admit, um, before the pandemic started, my office is in what, you know, is, is in the financial district. And 
sometimes when I go on my like lunchtime walks, I would walk past, you know, the stock exchange. So it is in my neighborhood and I recognize exactly which building they used when Bane and his gang came out of the Gotham Stock Exchange. Yep. To do mm-hmm. the fight scene. It's so funny watching that movie and seeing, you know, uh, the Freedom Tower and how tiny it was, you know, because they were con- building it compared yeah. to what it is now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that's that's the thing I love about like movies. Though, like, But like I always think like with the actors, how exhausting it must be that like for two or three scenes, they'll travel to a different country, shoot you know, whatever they need to, and then fly to somewhere else to go shoot something. And it's like, I can't even imagine how exhausting that must be. I know, right? Well, just think there's, just think uh, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, they had to go to Prague. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I know for like um, uh, Civil War, they actually went to Germany. Yeah, they filmed, uh, what, the airport? And I think Siberia, both in Germany? something like that i know the airport scene was done in the was done in a german airport mm-hmm. i don't remember which one i read it and i don't remember which one because i don't speak german um well why not unfortunately <laughs> i didn't take german in school i barely took i took spanish and i don't remember any of it other than i can count to 10 there you go <laughs> but all i can do i can count to 10 in spanish but yeah i mean it's pretty it's pretty interesting stuff you know but, yeah. The actual filmmaking process. I mean, I I actually I'm one of those like really nerdy people who loves watching those things on like the DVDs. Oh yeah, me too. I'm with you behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love that stuff. In fact, I will intentionally go out of my way to buy, like, assuming that a TV show or a movie that I like had like different editions. I will sometimes intentionally go out of my way to buy particular editions because they have those bonus features on there that I want to watch. That's mm-hmm. how much of a nerd I am. I mean, I totally did that, did that with yeah. like the, with Game of Thrones, except for the final season. That the final season doesn't exist. I don't care what you say; it does not exist. Damn it! Where the, where is the uh, what is it? The time stone that we need to go back and uh, rewind time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We need the time stone. Liz, you're in New York. Go get it. <laughs> yep. That would have probably fixed a whole bunch of things. So we could have taken that time stone. Oh, man. Can you imagine if I take it? It's a good thing it doesn't really exist because if I had any type of control of that time stone, um, yeah. There'd be so many more alternate realities right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just prove how nerdy I am. I could get into like TED Talk, like rambles about. I mean, I don't consider I am in no way, shape, or form an expert on sci-fi or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a diehard sci-fi fan compared to other people I know who are really into sci-fi. But oh my god, I could get into it. Like, I could probably get into a TED Talk about like time travel stories and all that stuff because that because one of the few uh sci-fi tropes if you will that i honestly love a lot is the time time travel stuff Mm -hmm. that that and the alternate universe stuff 
Yeah, let's just say there would be a lot, a lot more alternate realities right now if I had control of the time stone. <laughs> I mean, we would technically all be living in our perfect, in the perfect alternate reality for each one of us, though. I would be nice and I would let, I'd, I'd like give you guys what you wanted. Oh, thanks. <laughs> At least in one reality. So, I mean, the rest of the realities would be kind of shitty, but. Well, okay. we'll be living in the alternate reality where everything's great. I mean, with Endgame, it's like, I just want to sigh every time I think about time travel in that movie. What's funny is like, even like the characters in the movie were like, wait a minute, but every movie told us that time travels like this. Yeah. And they're like, they're, they're just basically just naming all these movies off in this like, yeah, all of these say time travel is this way. And you're saying time travel is not the hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the way they wrote time travel in Endgame was not good. Not no. good. I mean, I'm sorry to anybody who is like, Endgame was great. It was perfect. I mean, when it came to the time travel stuff, hey, this girl who loves time travel stories would t- is more than happy to tell you, no, it was not good. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. It just It just wasn't. You 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 don't get better time tra- time travel than Back to the Future. That is true. That's the end all be all time travel movie. I mean, it really is. It, I mean, yeah. And damn it, if you don't have a DeLorean, then it's just not time travel. Well, I mean, you know, Hot Tub Time Machine was a good movie without the DeLorean. They just had you know a hot tub, a, a hot tub, and a uh, energy drink. And that's all they needed. Remember. We'll definitely get into that <laughs> in another yes. in another show. That's, that's another that's another episode. Yeah. So as as I'm sure everyone listening can can understand, we do tend to go off and lead ourselves down a road to different topics. <laughs> the goal we is down- to try and not go into too many topics in one episode. Yeah, but. We tend to go down rabbit holes and just not get ourselves out of them. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So if you're brave enough to join us on our rabbit hole travels. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of like Alice in Wonderland when it comes to that. It's like we see the rabbit hole and we just dive down head first. Because sometimes like the best conversations are just the conversations that just happen and mm-hmm. are not like pre-planned too much at least right well right and that's what i think i'm uh is going to be so awesome about ours is that we're kind of you know obviously we know what we want to talk about but if we go off into you know tangents as long as it's not crazy um you know i think it number one it's more real and it's more enjoyable because what conversation is strictly one topic unless you're like in school and I think that's why most people don't like school because they get bored. Yes. Anything else we want to add to our first our first uh, show? Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. And see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide. <laughs> <laughs>